This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. I mean, joy, and I'm joined by the hardest working and most fascinating man on the internet. Yes, that's right. It's the great, the one and only Fabrizio Romano. A lot to discuss today, so let's get into it. Que Galazzo begins. A lot to discuss today, so let's get into it. Que Galazzo begins right now. Welcome, everyone. Welcome, Fabrizio. Fab, how are you doing? I noticed you just broke news right there. So let's start <laughs> with the breaking news. What you got for us? It's still open, my friend. Nice to see you as always. And hi to all our friends here on Kegolasso. The news is an important player because it's Jason Denayer, the centre-back of the Belgian national team. We're speaking about a really important player, available as free agent for a long time. Many clubs wanted him during the summer. Torino, some Spanish club, English club had discussions with him. But he's going to Shabab Al-Ali. So the agreement is imminent after Manolas and Miralem Pjanic to Sharia Football Club and yesterday Alan from uh, Everton to Alvada. Another uh, move in the last few hours is this one for Jason Denayer who is joining Shabab Al-Ali on a free transfer. Tonight he will fly there with his agents and then he will sign the contract if everything is fine. And so Jason Denayer is set to join Al-Shabab Ali. Well, breaking news right here on Kei Galazzo. Thanks to the great, the one and only Fabrizio Romano. Make sure you're following him across all of his social media platforms. The breaking news never stops. It doesn't matter if it's night or day. Fabrizio Romano <laughs> is number one for breaking news. So make sure you go follow him across all of his social media platforms. Before we get into it, today we're going to have a big discussion about England and Germany because there's a big match going on tonight. We want to discuss English and German players. But I want to get your opinion, Fab, on... Italy's win over England recently. You predicted that Italy would lose. They didn't. I feel like it was reverse, you know, psychology there. <laughs> no, 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 no. I was 100% honest, but I was surprised by, more than by Italy, by England, honestly. Uh, I was expecting different kind of approach, uh, different kind of players on the pitch, because I still can't understand how a player like Fikayo Tomori can play as a starter in England. It's maybe because I live in Italy, you know, and live in Milano. And in Milano, we are more than excited with Tomori being one of the best centre-backs we saw in Serie A in the last maybe 10, 20 years. He's been incredible, incredible in the last two years with Milan and he's not playing, but it's the same for many others. So really surprised by England. Italy did well. Raspadori is doing very good. This guy is, is the future together with Scamacca. But honestly, I expected more from, from England and I think tonight is a really important game for them to show again that they have something good to do at the World Cup because for Southgate it's not an easy situation. 
Yeah, not an easy situation. It's Keiko Latte. You're watching Ian Joy with the one and only Fabrizio Romano. Please make sure you uh, like and subscribe, but also drop a, a question. And if you have a question for Fabrizio, the best ones will make it to air and we'll ask it to the one and only man himself. Let's talk about Gareth Southgate then as we get into this game between England and Germany tonight. There is pressure on his shoulders. The English media is absolutely ridiculous as they normally are when it comes to World Cup competition and putting pressure on their players and coaches. But results have not been good for Gareth the Southgate. So in my mind, England will stick with Gareth Southgate, but his situation in general, it's not a good one for Brizio for him to be in right now. Yes, absolutely. Uh, 100% agree with, with what you said. It's a dangerous situation because uh, he will be at the World Cup. So on this, we have no doubts. We had some rumors in the last few days about potential change with Tuchel and some names around before the World Cup, but this is not the case. Absolutely. Southgate will be the manager at the World Cup. But as he mentioned in the last 24 hours in an interview, he said, uh, I'm not foolish. I know that it's about the results. It's not just about the contract, the length of the contract. It's about the results in football. And he knows that at the World Cup, uh, it's a really big opportunity for him because uh, they did very well at the Euros. Uh, okay, I'm Italian, so I'm happy of the Wembley game at the final, but England did very well. They did very well. They had also the fans together with the national team, finally with a fantastic excitement around the squad. But now they need the same at the World Cup. Otherwise, for Gareth Southgate, it could be a really dangerous situation. There are already some managers around in the ideas of the FA. For example, Graham Potter is a manager that they were considering before uh, he's been appointed as new Chelsea manager, of course. So now it's not going to be the case and everything has collapsed. But he was one of the names they were exploring. And so let's see what happens. But for Southgate, it's important to show that he's still uh, having the full control of the national team at the World Cup. Can you understand some of his decisions, Fab, when it comes to, you know, obviously you mentioned there Tomori, but also Tony, and he brings these great players in, but doesn't really give them an opportunity to play. I mean, can you understand, is that just someone who's under pressure, or just doesn't know what decision they want to go with? Or, I mean, it's kind of crazy to me that they haven't, they brought these guys in and haven't given them a chance. Yes, yes, I agree with you. But it's also on, on other players. I mentioned Tomori, you mentioned Tony. It's the same, for example, with Trent Alexander-Arnold not playing is something absolutely incredible to me. Uh, he's more than a right back. <laughs> he's like a winger, a creative player. He can help with free kicks. So there are many reasons probably behind this, these decisions, but I'm really surprised with many, with many of them. So uh, honestly, I can't understand many of them, but I'm not the manager. So <laughs> just here to, to say our, our thoughts. But I think tonight is an important game for England. Tonight is an important game because you play Germany. Uh, the game with Italy was really poor. And so before the World Cup, they need to send a message. Also for the press, you mentioned the English press before, and it's important tonight to show again that they can win, they can show their qualities, they can show how good they are with the wall group. And so I think tonight is not just a normal game. It's an important game for Southgate and for the players too. Yeah, it's a massive game. There's no doubt about it. And I actually love picking your brain. It's not just about breaking news. It's not just about transfers. I love your football brain, Fabrizio. You've Thank got you. a very smart head on your shoulders and you love this game completely. Let's talk about transfers, though. We'll start with the English side. And one of the biggest names, obviously, in the English camp right now who's performing well, someone who stands out is Borussia Dortmund. So, yeah, of course, he plays in Germany, Jude Bellingham. Um, this guy is really shining bright. I can only imagine his price tag is going through the roof. What can you tell us about Jude Bellingham, potentially, what you think could possibly happen with him in the near future? Uh, what I can tell you is that I'm 100% sure that it's going to be a kind of Haaland race uh, for the second time from Borussia Dortmund to English or Spanish clubs. 
because it's going to be the same, uh, exactly the same. I still remember one year ago with Erling Haaland, we had Barcelona in this period, September, October, November, Barcelona, uh, Real Madrid, and many other clubs, Bayern in that case, with, uh, with Haaland and also English clubs, of course. And now with Bellingham, we have English clubs absolutely intention to, to fight to sign him. Liverpool want to sign an important midfielder in the summer, and Bellingham is in the list. Manchester City are always keeping an eye on, on his situation, and so they will be there. But also Spanish clubs with Real Madrid, uh, that of course they sold Casemiro to Manchester United in August, and they didn't sign any other player. Of course, they had so many at the beginning of the market, but Bellingham is always a player that they had in the list. So there will be many important clubs. Nothing will be decided now, also because Borussia Dortmund wants to wait uh, till the World Cup because it's smart. They know that mentioning the price now makes no sense because maybe if England, for example, wins the World Cup or maybe Jude Bellingham will do great with many goals and assists as he's doing for Borussia Dortmund could be the chance for him to have a crazy price tag. So at the moment, the situation is still absolutely open. All these clubs are moving with people around Jude Bellingham to understand about the situation and the plans, but it will be a crazy, crazy race. So get ready for three, four, five months of Many rumors for English clubs, for Spanish clubs, and for top clubs around Europe. But nothing is decided, and Jude Bellingham will take his time. It's Ian Joy with the great Fabrizio Romano with you. We've got a question from one of our top followers, Matt Osmond. He asks, how much do you think Borussia Dortmund would want for a player like Jude Bellingham? And is there any chance that he stays in the Bundesliga? From my history, Fabrizio, it tells me there's no chance the Bundesliga can hold on to this talent. Um, I guess, go ahead and answer Matt's question. It's a good one. Really difficult, really difficult, Matt, I think, because as, as they always mention at Borussia Dortmund, they try to keep the players, but when it's time to sell, they have to sell and they want to sell because it's part of their project, it's part of their strategy. So I think about the price, uh, it depends on the World Cup. It really depends on the World Cup because if Bellingham will do great, yeah. I think it could also be something like 140, 50 million euros. As of now, I would say more than 100 million euros. It will be the most expensive central midfielder uh, of all time and it's deserved, I think, because what he's doing is really something special. Yeah, if I'm not mistaken, that would make him the most expensive export from the Bundesliga as well. I think is it Usman Dembele was probably the most yes. expensive export right now. So, yes. uh, in your expert opinion, before we move on from and it's always Borussia Dortmund, eh? it's always Borussia Dortmund with Haaland, with Usman Dembele, it's always them. Well, it's a conveyor belt of talent and it's one of the reasons why in the Bundesliga there's not much competition because Borussia Dortmund is a business at the end of the day. They bring these young players through, they scout these young players from different countries, they give them an opportunity at the top level in the Bundesliga and then they sell them on. It's a great business model. It's true. It's true. 100%. 100%. And, and this is how they are tempting players because I can tell you a story on Jude Bellingham, but yep. he was one step away from joining Juventus when he was very young. He was like 17, uh, but he was really, really close to joining Juventus uh, after leaving Birmingham. He was in Turin with his family to speak to Juventus directors and everything, but then when Borussia Dortmund arrived and gave him the chance to be part of the first team, this is something that is making the difference and something that, for example, Juventus can't offer. So this is how they, they change the game, but then at one point they have to sell and it's part of the strategy. Amazing, Fabrizio. Thanks for sharing that as well. Very important for fans to recognize that Jude Bellingham didn't necessarily just make that decision to go to Borussia Dortmund. He had other options and a ton of options at that as well. Um, Slick Rick is asking, which clubs do you think are interested? You've just gone through that one. So instead of answering that question, the last one about Jude Bellingham, I'll ask you, Fabrizio, would be, in your opinion, your professional opinion, do you think he ends up in the Premier League over going to La Liga or going to PSG or somewhere else? Do you think it's the Premier League? 
I think it's open, honestly, at the moment. I think Premier League clubs are the favorites for uh, for Bellingham. It's about the money, of course. It's about it. being English. It's an important factor in this story. But I think that when Real Madrid and these clubs are in the race, nothing is decided till the end because they can tempt players till the end. So I would keep it. I would keep it open at the moment. All right, let's move on to Ivan Tony. I mean, being invited to the England squad is pretty impressive. He's involved in the game day squad right now. And uh, of course, he's been a player who's been red hot in form for Brentford. I can only imagine getting into the England squad for Beats, who is pushing his price tag through the roof. Do you think it'll be difficult for Brentford to keep a hold of Ivan Tony? They were, they were very good this summer because when there were some approaches around the player, they always said, we want more than 40, 45 millions. So I saw some rumors during the summer about potential bids for 25, 30 millions. And for Brentford, was never the case to discuss. We had rumors about Manchester United. Uh, we know they were looking for a center striker, Mark Arnautovic, many rumors during the summer. But for Tony, there was never a negotiation with, uh, with Brentford because they wanted more than 40, 45 millions. And so, as you mentioned, now there's opportunity with the national team to help Brentford also on the on the price tag side but let's see what happens with with him i think more than january it could be in the summer it could be in the summer because the player is happy at brentford they are doing very good the project is very good for present and future but in the summer i think and i feel that would be important proposals but more than 40 45 millions are needed to sign even tonys of now Ian Joy with the one and only Fabrizio Romano. You're watching Kego Lazio. We're going to take a quick break, but when we return, we're going to discuss Germany, their game against England tonight, but also some of the German players with a few stories ringing around. Did you know that while over 60% of Americans dream of starting their own business, less than 20% of them take the first step? The reason? Building a business is tough. Taylor Brands is simplifying the business journey. From launching and managing to grow in your business, Taylor Brands isn't just another tool. It's your online business partner from launch to success. With Taylor Brands, building your dream business becomes an effortless experience. Their comprehensive platform guides you through every step, ensuring you have everything you need in one place. From LLC formation to bookkeeping, invoicing to acquiring licenses and permits, and even setting up your bank account, Taylor Brands handles it all seamlessly. And our listeners will receive 35% off Taylor Brands LLC formation plans using our link, taylorbrands.com slash CBS Sports. That's T-A-I-L-O-R-B-R-A-N-D-S dot com slash CBS Sports. So start your business journey today with Taylor Brands. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Oh, welcome back to Keiko Lazo. It's Ian Joy with the one and only, the man, the man of mystery, the main man, the hardest working man on the internet. It's Fabrizio Romano with some great stuff as always, Fab. Thank you so much for joining us today. Let's turn our attention to Germany. Hansi Flick, he recently lost his first ever game in charge of Germany against Hungary. And Hungary are doing terrifically well in the Nations League, so we got to give them some credit. But I want to start with uh, Timo Werner and this move that he made to Leipzig. This caught me by surprise, Fabrizio. Timo Werner moved to Chelsea for, what, $60 million. Two years later, was sold back to Leipzig for $22 million. I found it very strange. I mean, how did the move back to Leipzig come around? Was it the only option that Timo Werner had, or did he have other options? 
I think this move has one name, uh, Todd Bolly. Todd Bolly changed the market this this summer, and I think it's in a positive way, yeah? because it was not easy for him to be in the first months uh, in charge of Chelsea, doing everything on the market and not just on the market. But at the same point, he decided to get rid of the players that into the clubs they were not trusting, Thomas Tuchel, but the World Club. He decided to make a statement and send these players where they wanted instead of keeping them and not trusting them. So apart from Pulisic, that was kind of different situation, as we know, because it depends also on the proposals you have. In this case, Leipzig mm-hmm. decided to invest real money to sign Timo Werner on permanent deal. Uh, this is what made uh, the difference. So it was a surprising move, uh, same here. Uh, but, uh, you know, it was not the only option because, for example, Juventus were discussing Timo Werner as a possibility before signing Arkadiusz Milik. They were looking for a striker to replace Alvaro Borata and Timo Werner was one of the favorite options for Massimiliano Allegri. But then at the end, they wanted to do a swap deal with Matthijs De Ligt, including, of mm-hmm. course, some money. But it was a swap deal with Matthijs De Ligt and then collapsed it because De Ligt wanted to go to Bayern uh, in, in the summer. And so this is why nothing happened around Timo Werner and Juventus, but Leipzig wanted him. It was the best option for him to be a regular starter, to be back at top level. And so, top level, I mean, of course, with goal scoring, he needs to score goals, he needs to play, he needs to be consistent. And this is why I decided to, to accept Leipzig. Yeah, and he needs to start scoring goals on the European stage as well. It's very important for Leipzig and also important for him. What was it? 23 goals, 21 assists he had at Chelsea Football Club in the two years he was there. In my personal opinion, Chelsea fans never got to see the best of Timo Werner, which was a shame. Let's move on to one of the more experienced players in Germany's lineup, Ilkay Gundogan, uh, one of my favorite players for pizza, I'm sure. I mean, just he's just watching art out there on the field just because of the way he moves, the way he gets involved and how he I gets involved I think he will be one of the best managers in the next 20, 30 years, you know? I think what makes, what makes you say that, though? Why, why do you think that, Fab? The vision. The vision he has on the pitch is something special. You can see a manager on the pitch, uh, in my opinion. He's not just a player. He's not just scoring goals, providing assists. It's about the leadership, the vision, the feeling he has with Pep Guardiola. I think he's always playing because Pep Guardiola knows that with Gundogan you have a manager on the pitch, not just a fantastic midfielder. Yeah, outstanding player. I mean, his contract's running out at the end of the season. He's 31 years old now. He's certainly getting to that stage where he's thinking about what's happening after his career. But with so much to offer out there on the pitch, I cannot see Pep Guardiola wanting to give him up. What do you think happens with Gundogan when his contract does expire? Do they get a deal done before then or does he potentially move back home to Germany? Uh, Honestly, from what I'm told, this summer, uh, during the summer, he had the possibility to go to Barcelona. Barcelona were interested in Nishai Gundogan at one point of the summer. Then, of course, they signed other players, so it was not possible to complete the deal. But it was one of the possibilities. And at the end, he decided to stay also because together with Pep Guardiola, they have a project. He wants to win the Champions League with Manchester City. So this is why at the end, nothing happened with uh, with Barcelona. But Barca were interested in Gundogan. And... Uh, Let's see what happens next summer, because I'm sure that many clubs, including Barcelona and German clubs, will try to tempt uh, Gundogan, maybe also English clubs. But as of now, he knows that Manchester City wanted to discuss a new contract. So everything is absolutely open. Nothing will be decided now, also because he wants to focus on this season, on the World Cup. And then, I think, January, February, he will start to think about his future. But many clubs will be there for Gundogan, and Man City will be there to, to extend his contract. So it's an open situation, but Barcelona have always been around for, uh, for Gundogan, because is really appreciated. There are some players you just allow them to do what they want to do. And my feeling about Manchester City, City Football Group, and the way they deal with a player like Gundogan is you just support him. You give him what he needs to be the player that he wants to be and completely, you know... 
if he wants to stay, he stays. If he wants to leave, you support his decision to leave because of who he is, what he's done for the club. No doubt about it here. Medi Center Man says Gundo can secure a nice financial package if he runs his contract down. There's, I mean, there's no doubt for Bitsa. There's going to be a lot of offers come in for Gundo. However, he's a loyal person. And like you said, he's a guy that Pep Guardiola completely trusts. Let's turn our attention to Bayern Munich. Um, I have to talk about Bayern because there's seven Bayern Munich players involved in Germany's lineup uh, going into the squad tonight. And there's been a lot of issues and a lot of media attention about Julian Nagelsmann. And I saw you tweeting about it, so I thought I'd pick up on it. It seems to me like Bayern Munich and Hasan Salihamidzic wants to support Julian Nagelsmann. Is that the case? Do they support him through this difficult time right now? Yes, yes. Uh, and it's not just Hasan Salihamidzic, but the same with Oliver Kahn, with the president. Uh, so all the people into the club, they want to support Nagelsmann. They want to try to protect Nagelsmann. Uh, it's not an easy situation, honestly, because in Bundesliga, they are struggling. You can see that the team is not performing at the best level. But at the same point, in Champions League, in a really complicated group with Inter, with Victoria Pilsen and, of course, Barcelona, they have six points. And so this is something impressive. So this is why it's not an easy situation to understand why in Europe you are performing. They are doing great. Very good thing with Barcelona fantastic game in San Siro with Inter and then in Bundesliga it seems that the team is too is too quiet but they want to protect the manager they paid an important fee for Julian Nagelsmann it was more than 15 million euros to sign him from uh, as an important player from uh, wow. from Leipzig and of course uh, he had a release close but also the salary is about the project for present and future they signed players he wanted like Matthijs De Ligt and so it's about protecting the manager but protecting the world project around Julian Nagelsmann and this is why at the moment they have no intention to change of course they're expecting a big change on the pitch uh, in Bundesliga uh, because they know how important it is now for them to be back on track, to be back at Bayern level. And so they're expecting a big reaction to the international break, but they want to protect the manager. They want to continue with Nagelsmann. Yeah, it's a tough one for Bayern. They come back and they play Leverkusen this weekend, which is not an easy one because Leverkusen have struggled to start this Bundesliga campaign. And I like to see that from Bayern, sticking by their coach now because maybe of the money that they spent, it's a reason behind protecting him. But he's a young coach. He's a very good coach. And I think at some point, you're going to see the best of a Julian Nagelsmann. However, he's been tested right now. This is the worst start for Bayern Munich in the last 12 years in the Bundesliga. Three draws and one defeat in their last four games. Not good going, but you can clearly see Fabrizio that goal scoring has been a problem for Bayern Munich. You take Lewandowski away from this team and there's always going to be question marks. Now, I have this crazy thought in my mind. This is the last question I'm going to throw at you because I know you're a busy man. But I've got this crazy thought in my mind. I have actually seen you tweet about this and there's a lot of people in Germany talking about this. What's the potential of a Harry Kane going to a club like Bayern Munich? People say, I'm crazy. Am I crazy? At the moment, no. I would say no, because it's true that Bayern Munich internally, they are dreaming of Harry Kane. We can say that they are dreaming of Harry Kane because from what I'm told, they consider Harry Kane the perfect striker for Bayern. For Bayern style, for Bayern approach, for Bayern strategy, uh, kind of player, also the image of Harry Kane, they consider he could be absolutely perfect for Bayern. There is a small problem, <laughs> a big problem, and it's called Tottenham, because Daniel Levy uh, and the whole structure at Tottenham, it's about the manager, Antonio Conte, it's about Fabio Paratici, director, the other game and they never any conversation by any other 
club in the last year after Manchester City story and Manchester City saga uh, in summer 2021. They never had any other conversation with clubs for Harry Kane. They want to extend the contract of Harry Kane and everything has changed at Tottenham. We're used to see Harry Kane maybe not so happy with Tottenham project one year ago, two years ago, because they were not in Champions League with the managers. Mm. The feeling was not great after Pochettino, but now with Antonio Conte, he has a fantastic relationship with Pratici, the director. He knows that they're trying their best to extend this contract. So at the moment, Tottenham are planning with Harry Kane as part of the present and the future. If there will be some problems on the contract discussions between Kane and Tottenham, Bayern are prepared to, to try for him next summer. But at the moment, it's not a conversation with Tottenham or a conversation with the player. It's just a dream internally at Bayern. And as of now, nothing else. We will see. Yeah, I find it very fascinating. Thanks for sharing that information as well, because I actually think that this is a realistic possibility. People think I'm crazy that someone would want to leave the Premier League and go to the Bundesliga, but it is Bayern Munich. It is Champions League opportunity of lifting a trophy. And also for Harry Kane, it's an opportunity to lift domestic trophies as well. So watch this space, shall I say. We have one last question that's come in from a super fan. Actually, it's our producer, Des Norris. He won't let me wrap up the show without asking about Declan Rice. Um, he's a big fan of Declan Declan Rice. I'm a big fan of Declan Rice. What are you hearing about Declan Rice? Of course, we all want to see him, you know, perform well, be at the best clubs in the world. West Ham are struggling right now. What do you see happening with him? What are you hearing? I think every time we mention Declan Rice, and I agree with both of you that he's a great player, but we have to respect West Ham because they've always been super strong on their position, Declan Rice. Every summer we start the market, like in April, end of April, uh, beginning of May, and then June, with many rumors on Declan Rice, with many important clubs around him. And they say the player is untouchable. We want him to stay. And this is what always happens. They don't even negotiate with top clubs because they always want to keep Declan Rice and to build around Declan Rice. What I was told at the end of the last season is that Declan Rice had no intention to sign in a deal with West Ham. And I'm told that this is still the case. So there is no agreement to extend the contract of Declan Rice. But it's still a long contract. Rice. And this is why West Ham are really relaxed. So I think it will depend on the proposals next summer if something crazy will arrive. But they want more than 100, more than 120 million euros. I see many rumors on Declan Rice, but they always wanted yeah. more than 150 million euros uh, fee for, for Declan Rice. So it's going to be a really complicated one, but I'm sure that many clubs will be there next summer again, as always happens. So it will be up to West Ham more than Declan Rice. What a fantastic discussion with Fabrizio Romano today here on Kegolazzo. It's England against Germany tonight to look forward to. Fabrizio, which way do you see this game going? I mean, England against Germany, there's a lot to play for here. Both managers under serious pressure ahead of the World Cup. Certainly more pressure on Gareth Southgate. Who do you think wins that one? I see a draw tonight. I see a draw. 2-2. Two -two. This is my prediction. I see a draw and... Uh... And a lot of pressure on, on, both, on both teams for the World Cup. Eh? A lot of pressure because it's not going to be an easy month, you know. Uh, with, with, with England, especially, as we mentioned, with, with Southgate, with the press, it's not going to be an easy month. But this is the, the fun of the World Cup, so it's going to be great. You know, I was born in California. The U.S. are in England's group. I grew up in Scotland. My father is English. I played in Germany for five years. I can certainly tell you that I hope England lose tonight. So thank you very much, Fabrizio. Thank you, as always, for what you bring. You're an absolute legend. We appreciate you so much. And uh, we look forward to every opportunity we get to speak to you here on Kegolazzo. And thanks to everybody out there for listening in to Kegolazzo. Please make sure you take a minute to leave us a rating and a review on your favorite podcast platform. Platform. We're available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and anywhere else you listen to your podcast. We're also available as video, so subscribe to us on YouTube. Visit YouTube. Thanks to everybody out there for watching. Thank you to the main man for Pizza Romano. You. We'll see you all next time.